Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a Cancel radio. Nobody's on the show this week. Except for Anthony. You've been cutting in and out. Oh, that's gotta be on your end, because I hear everything fine. Rob, no shit, you're talking. (gasps) What? (laughs) I'm not talking. Anyway. I didn't even see the episode numbers. Episode 565 for July 22nd. 2019, the summer, is hopefully coming to an end. Are you getting this heat wave? Yeah, well, we've been getting storms because of it. Yeah, we've got storms coming in today, and then it goes from like a 100 degree index today to down to like 75 tomorrow. Fun. (sighs) Global warming, man. It's a myth. The myth busters are out there to bust it. Bust it real good. Video games. You want to talk yeah. about those? Yeah, I barely played any. Oh, great. Great. Yeah. Uh, after finishing Bloodstained, um, uh, I've been having a nightmare week, so uh, played more Dragon Quest Builders. Finished Bloodstained, so I was like, man, I could really use more Castlevania-like games, so I have, like... Alright, let's start up Castlevania Circle of the Moon. And let's start up Order of Ecclesia, because my Game Boy Advance keeps dying, so I'm like, well... I'm not gonna play on my DS Lite. Sorry? That internal battery finally dying? I... It's weird, because it's one of the older, like, or the newer models of the SP, but yeah, it's it's just uh, not taking... Except the other one that I have, which is the older model, seems to have a better battery, so I'm just going to switch them out. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, um, those are both really good games. Not much stuff. I'm not going to break down, like, Circle of the Moon. door to surprise anyone with that news. Um, Order of Ecclesia... Playing Order of Ecclesia, I'm like, yep, this is clearly what he was thinking of when he was doing Bloodstained. I mean, not only does the character have some resemblance to the main character of uh, Bloodstained, um, Shinoa, um, but, uh, I mean, even in the fact that, like, oh yeah, sometimes enemies die, but they they drop glyphs, and then you absorb the glyphs. And now you have a power. Um, it's, I mean, it's a bit different because that's how you primarily attack. That game's weird. That, that game's bizarre. That's a weird Castlevania game. It's probably my least favorite of the, well, it's my least favorite of the DS games. 
and probably my least favorite of all the portable Castlevania titles, but um, that are on the Game Boy, like those types of Castlevanias, um, only because it's like even um, Circle of the Moon, it's you know it it's primitive in comparison to what the later games do, but it still f- feels closer to the source material of Castlevania. The fact that every attack in Order of Ecclesia uses magic still bothers me. I forgot that's the reason why I stopped playing it. Um, but yeah, other than that, like, in just, just the shittiest week, so um, I didn't play much of anything. No. Yeah, it's an exciting show this week, everybody. Hold on to your butts. There's video games. Uh, God, what did I play? I played some stuff. Uh, I played a game called uh, Redeemer. Enhanced Edition. Redeemer. That sounds familiar. Yeah, because it's like the... I, I said the same thing when I heard it. I was like, because it's also called the Enhanced Edition, so I'm like, is this like a another version of a, of a game that was released a while back? And it turns out, no, maybe not, because um, I don't. I've never played this game. Well, I think part of it is um, uh, Ruiner. Yeah, Ruiner is the Devolver game. Yeah, is what I think. It is no, not. I, it I is swear not I know game. Redeemer. So Redeemer is. No, I don't know Redeemer. Yeah, exactly wow. right. <laughs> Fuck. So this game is like. It feels like it was plucked from like a '90s Steven Seagal movie. So That's you're not a compliment. Well, it, it will be in a second. Just, just, just hold on. So like you play this dude who. Like has decided that he's not going to be violent anymore, so he goes to live with some monks, and then oh, I see. and then these soldiers come and, and you know start destroying the village, and then he's like, "I gotta get badass again." So then he proceeds to just murder everybody, and this game does a really good job of like that guy in an action movie who is going from person to person. Uh, picking up whatever is dropped and using it in that split set, like a real fast, um, like murder spree. Murder spree, but also like in the so. For example, I'll run up to one guy and punch him into a combo. Uh, parry the guy behind. It's got kind of like a Batman parry system. Like parry the guy behind me, pick him up, throw him onto a tree branch, and impale him. Um, he drops a gun, so I pick that up and I load four shots into the next guy and then reach over and grab a sledgehammer and kill the next guy. Like a, a real satisfying um, different attack to attack to attack, so it's not just constant melee kind of stuff. Um, and it flows really, really well. Like it's really simple. Um, Everything just kind of works the way it's supposed to, and it, it feels really good as you play through it. And it's it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, eventually you get enemies that are a little tougher, have, require different ways to take them down, and I don't know. It's it's really neat, uh, and I'm and I'm having quite a bit of fun with it. I I had to look it up because I thought Under Siege. I, I've I've said something stupid, which I know is not a new thing for me. Um, 
so you don't have to send that comment in. Uh, <laughs> um, I thought Under Siege was an 80s movie because it just feels like a late 80s movie. Yeah, no. And it's 92. Yeah. And then I think Under Siege like 2 is 94 or 95. Yeah, there. The, what's funny is like you go back and watch those movies, and they're starring people that were huge at that time, and now you have no idea what the fuck happened to them. Yeah, it, it's it, it feels it is very much like the last like it, I, I I mean, there's plenty to criticize Steven Seagal over, um, but uh, man, Under Siege is great. So yeah, that's a, that's a compliment. I just thought that was an '80s movie, and that's when he was starting to fall. I didn't realize he was kind of late to the game. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was after the the Jean Claude and you know, all that. Kind Schwarzenegger, of Schwarzenegger, and Stallone, yeah. and Stallone. Um, so the next game I played was a game called Initial Two New Stage, and this game has been out on Steam for a while. It just hit Xbox this week. Um, <laughs> this game, <laughs> so it feels it feels a lot like. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Like, like the game itself is fine. It's it's a stupid hack and slash character action game, and it's fine. It's nothing special, but it feels like somebody forgot to put everything into the game. So the first example is is like a cutscene will play, uh, and normally, like if you press a button, you can skip that cutscene, or if you hold it you can skip that cutscene. So I was trying to figure out how to do that. And eventually I hit a button, and down the bottom right, you know how it'll be like, hold A to skip. It just said long press. (laughs) It didn't even show the button. It just said the words long press. Great. (laughs) And then whenever it teaches you how to do something new in the game, it'll pop it up on screen like this to slash, this to heavy slash, and it looked like, you know, like when an NES game, and you're playing it, and it gets a little dirty, and like some of the graphics start to glitch? Yeah. It, that's what the buttons look like. They, they, they that's weren't, fantastic. They weren't buttons. And, oh, I, and I'm standing there like trying to figure out how to do these moves, and I'm like, I wonder what button that is. I, won- I wonder what I'm supposed to do. I think I'm just supposed to guess. Until Play I get, a better game. <laughs> until I get it right. So, yeah. I, but, it, the, like, the game itself is, like, not horrid. Bad. It's just not great. It feels like the $15 that that it, that it costs. Yeah. Um, I played a lot of Overwatch. I did not play Final Fantasy this week. Took a week yeah, off. You're feeding the other addiction. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's like it's like yeah. I stopped smoking crack to do a bit of heroin. That's what I was gonna say. Is like I I put my cocaine down to do my crack this week. So you know, doing them both at the same time is hard because like you just you get into one and you just. That's don't... a quitter's attitude right there. Yeah, maybe that's a good thing though. Yes. Um. And then I played a bunch of Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. That's the that's the big one I played this week. Yeah, that seems to be the big sort of release as of late. Yeah. Um, How is it? It's fine. I've heard that it's, if you like Ultimate Alliance, you 
kind of know what you're getting into. Oh, it's exactly that. It's exactly... <sighs> Lots so, of fan service. There's a lot of fan service. There's a ton of characters. Um, there is no loot. I'll be honest. I never played any Ultimate Alliance games. Okay, so they were essentially Diablo-style. Yeah, I, and I know they have multiplayer. Yep, four-player co-op. Yep. Yeah, so I, I and like, I know that they're beloved, and they're based off of like the old X-Men games. X-Men Legends, uh, yep. Thank you, could not remember that. Uh, and that's it. Like, I didn't think there was loot, because... What loot could you get for superheroes? Well, there is loot in, I want to say, the first Marvel Ultimate Alliance. It would be things like, um, just basically perks. So here's a ring that you put on that gives you something. Okay. Uh, there is no loot in this game. And instead, you just have powers. And, and just like the previous games, like once you hit a certain level threshold, you unlock a new slot. So whatever, the hold the right bumper plus press a face button power. Um, I think you get the first one at level 10. Uh, which is about where most of my characters are right now. I made it up to, I think, the fourth area in the game. Um, it is very mindless and very repetitive, and there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes that's something that you want. Uh, but <laughs> as an example, I ran into a puzzle last night, and it was like, literally walked in a room, it's like, solve this puzzle, and it was moving um, objects onto a square on the floor, and literally every object was two inches from the square it was supposed to be put on on the floor. I was like, that's not a puzzle, that's a task. Like, I didn't have to figure I out... I don't know, man, I wouldn't even put that at task level. <laughs> but I had In- to do it. Minor inconvenience. I had to walk to all four quarters of the room and move the objects. But a, task, I didn't... a task sounds like a challenge. Well, it did take it me a like couple minutes. a chair on rolly wheels that you had to move <laughs> out of your way. <laughs> Which is essentially what it was, because I was like, why are you calling this a puzzle? This is not a puzzle. Um, But it's... The more I play it, the more I like it, but at the same time, it's a game that I don't feel like I could play for more than 45 minutes to an hour at a time, just because of how, like, repetitive everything is. So I kind of feel that way about Dragon Quest Builders. Yeah, I, I, I kind of felt like I couldn't play that for more than an hour either. So, the issue is sort of similar. Um, I go out, and like maybe it's just because I've done it before, I don't know. But I go out, I get the thing, I return, I go out and get the thing, I return, I go out and get the thing, and I return. Yeah. And like, There's a lot of that in that game. And my thing is, is like, I don't know, in the first game, sure, it was that, but it, I think it might have been, like, this game has a better, this game does a lot of stuff better, but I think just the, the way that they, man, you, you, you go to a castle that's been broken down in the first game, and it this, like, was more exciting than just, like, here's a broken down windmill, I'm like, okay, it's neat, but, like, the castle showed a sign of like, yeah, the, the, you meet a ghost in the castle that just kind of shows up, and I don't know. It's I, I can't. I'm just maybe I'm not in the mood for monotony, right? Like that's and that's what this sounds like. It just sounds like monotony. 
Yeah, absolutely. Especially early on, you do eventually unlock what they call infinity trials, and these are uh, repeatable trials that you can do um, that you can earn stars in, and these stars will allow you to unlock um, hidden characters, extra costumes, things like that. Um, there are a ton of characters in this game, and that's part of my issue with this game is that once you like, if you pick a team, and it's cool because if you pick a team that has synergy, you'll get bonuses. So, like, if you pick the Avengers, you'll get an Avengers bonus, and you like do more damage. Um, characters have um, attacks that they can do together, depending on if you know their their characters they have an attack they can do together. Exactly. So if they can work together, they're called synergy attacks. And if you does they uh, I think it's either Hulk or the Thing. I think it's Hulk and Wolverine. Are supposed to have or, or have a move in the, that they do together in the comics. Exactly, and and it, there'll yeah. be stuff like that that you can do, uh, and you'll get stat bonuses. There's also a, a giant tree that you can upgrade that upgrades like health and energy power and things like that. And then each character has their abilities that you can level up. Um, doing the infinity trials will also earn you like XP cubes, and this is clearly a band aid that they use. So here's my biggest issue: is there's a ton of characters in this game. You start off with the Guardians of the Galaxy, and then it, it, almost immediately you gain like ten new characters. Now, you can only take four at a time, and those characters level up as you play. But let's say you play for five levels, and then you want to switch to some older characters. you got to go grind those because their, their levels have not moved. So you've got to grind every character's level in the game. So that's what the XP cubes are for. Like, you get those by doing Infinity Trials... You can take those and manually upgrade the char- the characters that you're not using. Um, and they clearly found that as a band-aid. And then on top of that, a band-aid on top of a band-aid is they let you redo the trials and earn those cubes. So, like, those cubes are earned for meeting criteria in the trials, like beat it in under a minute or beat it doing this or that. And you can earn three different rewards for each one. But if you just keep doing them over and over again, they have like a little recycle icon on them, and you can just keep grinding those XP cubes. Oh, and there's a lot of characters in this game. A lot. Um, it sounds like the issue Yeah, it, that a lot of LEGO games ended up having. Yes. Um, but it is really nice, especially for fans of the Marvel games who have, for the longest time, had to deal with separation anxiety with the characters. Like, if Iron Man's in it, then Wolverine won't be in it, kind of thing. And now that Marvel has pretty much gotten everything back, all of the characters are here. So the MCU characters are here, the X-Men are here, you know, the Deadpool is here, Spider-Man is here, you know, everybody's here. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Even the lady with the... Is it bad that I just... Like, this is kind of a, a broader question, I suppose, but like... It's funny we're talking about this, and they just had that big thing at Comic-Con where they announced, whatever, Phase 15 and a half at this point, it feels like. Phase um, 4 with a bunch of very weird movies. Yeah, you know, um, the only one I have any interest in is Blade, but I have a feeling they're going to botch it. Um, <sighs> they haven't botched anything yet. Um, well... Let's I mean, they, they have a pretty good Thor, Thor two. Okay, so you're you're pulling one movie out of a trilogy. That's not no Thor. Thor is fine. Thor two. Thor has Thor is fine, 
and then it's not fine for a long time, and then it's okay at the end. <laughs> I like Thor. Thor 2 is a little boring. Thor 3 is the best Iron movie. Man 2 is fucking bad. That Actually, I'll say that is worse than Thor 2. I, Iron Man 2. Like, yeah, so he what, gets drunk one night and... Uh, fuck, sorry. That's a, that's a more of a I know what happens to the character in the comic book sort of thing. I don't know. They haven't botched anything, but also none of the stuff was... As much as I'd like Blade to be a little bit more bigger part of the Marvel universe in terms of movies, I want you to think about how they have to add vampires. Well, I mean, they've got to add mutants at this point too, when they've already screwed uh, it around them. That's true. They could explain it that way, I suppose. I don't know. I, I mean, Magneto's I have, kids are in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but Magneto is not at least not yet, which is weird. Not their father. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I just like. Am, I, I realize I had it a lot sooner than everybody else. I just have Marvel burnout. Oh, I think everybody's got a little bit of Marvel burnout. And like, you... it's you know, I feel like people are just starting to realize you can have too much of a good thing with Star Wars. Oh yeah, uh, Star Wars has hit the wall. And and it's just like I, man, like if Marvel Ultimate Alliance came out like just a couple years ago because it has nothing to do with the marvel movies really um, no no it doesn't it's just disney being picky when they're like i don't want to use the stuff we don't have full rights to um i just like i feel like it came out too late does that make sense i mean i guess i can see that but also at the same time it's been a while uh, since we've had that series, so it's the nostalgia that that kind of mm. masks a little bit of it. I just but, think that like your complaints would be would my complaints be, uh, would be a lot heavier on a game that you don't have nostalgia for, for sure. No, I mean like the nostalgia is there. I'm talking like if if this this game had come out earlier and we hadn't sort of been inundated with these characters consistently. Or, or a large portion of these characters consistently in media, I think it'd be a, a, a it would be being received better because people would be excited to engage with the characters they don't see as much. But we've had a de- two Deadpool movies, we've had Spider Man movies that are very good, Iron Man, you know, like that was kind of the big thing with multiple Marvel Ultimate Alliance one and two is that yeah we had a fair portion of those characters in, but like. They had characters in that. that yeah, almost every character, every, almost every character in Marvel Ultimate Alliance has had their own movie. Yeah, well, the first one. I know the second one opened up even more and had. Oh, there's some references. really weird characters in this one that have not had movies. Like Miss Marvel is in this one, and and I don't. Sorry, I think her name's Crystal, the girl that has the teleporting dog. <sighs> I, I don't know Marvel. As well. It's just like it's it's, but like, you know. There's this weird pull where they, I'm sure they're trying to sell this to the f- people that are still engaging with everything Marvel puts out. I, I don't know, it's a weird one where it's just like, I've heard a lot of people go, yeah, I like it. Which isn't a bad response, I suppose, but it, like, it feels very indifferent from what I've read. It is very it is very much a straight-up 6-7 to seven game, for sure. Yeah, and that, I don't know, it just, it's a weird thing where I'm like, I feel like this game, the same game could do better two years ago, you know, like, as the Switch came out, just because 
don't know. I feel like as soon as Endgame happened, people were like, and we're done. Yeah, we're not done. Yeah. We're not done. But I, I just feel like it. people were like, ah, I can stop engaging if I want to. Yeah. All, you know what You know what that panel said for me last night? I'm totally subscribing to Disney+. Plus. Because, like, I, I, so much of that stuff... And and when you factor in Star Wars and all that, I'm like, yeah, I gotta. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, listen, I I have my issues with Disney, but I think that they're offering it. Like they've announced the price of it, which is and, less uh, than every other streaming service. Yeah, and and the amount of content they have, even if it's family friendly content only on their on their specific streaming service, I mean, look, I I'm a sucker for some of their old stuff, and if they're smart. And they are, but, you know, they're very picky with what they put out there. Like, if they were smart, like, I love... Like, my one of my favorite Disney movies is Emperor's New Groove. But there's a TV show based off of it that you really can't watch anywhere else. They own the rights to it. They might as well just put it on their streaming service. Yeah, just put right? everything. Like, it's it's one of the like, weirdest things about the DCU. Um, is like, there's so much stuff that they could put on there. And there's some really obscure shit on there. Like, the, the that old Supergirl TV show and the Dean Cain Superman... Like, all of that's on there, and then stuff like, oh, what is it, um, some of the movies that you'd expect to be on, like all the DCU, DCEU movies, they're not on there. And it makes no sense! Yeah, they, were, they didn't meet the, con- the quality standard. <laughs> Fucking... I'm, I'm kidding. But no, but yeah, like, how are those not on there? Yeah, Warner Brothers owns all the rights to it, so it's not like it shouldn't be on there. Yeah, it's, it's a weird yeah, thing. I can understand like, if they had to license those characters out to like Paramount or something like that, and then they had issues. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't understand. A streaming that. service that's not in Canada, so I don't hold my breath for Disney either. Yeah, Disney's a little Dumb. bigger than DC, so. Yeah, but DC's owned. But it's Warner Brothers. Yeah, but Disney's still bigger than Warner Brothers. Yes, yeah, you're you're correct, but like. Again, there's no reason why Warner wouldn't put yeah, stuff. Well, I mean, Warner's not making the best decisions with this thing anyway, with not no, putting right. the DCEU movies on. But there. I'd love to. I'd love to be able to just watch. Like, I, there's there's multitude of it. So if I want to watch Swamp Thing, right, I watch it through HBO in Canada. That is weird. And if I want to watch Titans, that's Netflix, right? That's Netflix, and it says Netflix original series. In the opening, <laughs> that's hilarious. Even though it, it's know, whatever they license. Hold on, it gets better. It gets better. So Swamp Thing t- tangentially, you know, connected to Titans. But if I want to watch um, Doom Patrol, HBO, it is connected directly to Titans, and it has on a different streaming service. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I am. I'm there's really. A of, con- there's a lot of issues. There's a lot of issues with the way stuff comes to Canada. I'll be really fair about this. Like, I'm gonna watch Swamp Thing, but when Disney Plus launches, I am probably gonna cancel DC Universe because I'm literally Dude. only watching the original series as they air. Uh, it's just not yeah, worth it at I, that I, point I, to me. I'm, the only reason why I have an interest in DC uh, Universe is because I want to watch all the animated stuff. And that's great that it's on there, 
but I own Batman the Animated Series, which is my by far my favorite. I have it digitally, so I could watch oh, that man, whenever I, I wanted. I don't, I don't disagree with you, but like I, there's so much more I want to just watch again. Like I want to go from the Batman Animated Series to like Justice League, or was it Superman? And then Superman, Justice League, Superman the Animated Series, and then and then Justice, Justice League, League, and then Justice League Unlimited. Right. Yeah. So you know. That's all chronological. I'd love to go through just that. that, that oh, it's thing. it's fantastic, but it's it's the, if like, you're not engaging with it consistently, like I canceled Netflix. Yeah, that's that's my problem with, with the, well, that's my problem with DC Universes. It's like the second most expensive streaming service. Oh, how much is it? It's fifteen bucks a month. Oh, fuck it, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> like, and I'm like, I'm paying that, and I'm like, I'm not really using this. Like, so when well, that's how they get people, right? That's what they want. Yeah, that's and I think... the same Netflix model. And that's the thing that... I'll bring it back into video games. That's the thing that Google's sort of gambling on with Stadia. Yeah. That people pay and forget they have it. Microsoft's already got people for that, though. They got them with uh, Xbox Live Gold and then kind of got them into Game Pass. Like, they, they did it... Yeah. They were very smart in doing it over, like, the span of two years. And just kind of, you know, Trojan horsing that that service into people's accounts, and then when they do that dollar thing, oh uh, man, that was brilliant. <laughs> oh, it was. I just, it, you know, it's it's a we. I don't feel as bad when, like, the thing is, is like if I, like, some of these streaming services, like, I can just go, like, if I'm only engaging with one part of it, and I can buy it physically or digitally. You know what I mean? With a video game, you know, it's $60. Like, you know, a TV series, you know, I guess 40 max, but usually it's like 20 bucks for a season. Yeah, you just wait a little while. And you can, so, for right? example, like, I really wanted to see Us, you know. Right. But for the you longest know? time, it was so expensive to buy it digitally. But this this past weekend, they put it on sale for 12 bucks. Right, so it's just, it, it it's with streaming services for video, I find, like, yeah, games go on sale, but, like, depending on the game, sometimes they just don't drop, so it's like, like, I almost said 79, it's uh, 60 bucks, you know, like, for a while, and then, like, Game Pass throws it up day one, or a month into it, like, even um, Metro Exodus, which came out this year, is still $50 here in Canada on store shelves, and it's on Game Pass. Yeah, so. I, I think I think one of the biggest hurdles for me um, using streaming services, I need to get out of the mentality of I have to have it when it comes out. Um, yeah. So, like, for example, there was a bunch of new movies that I wanted to watch. I wanted to watch uh, Shazam and Hellboy and, and Alita, and I'm like, you know what? Just give yourself, like, a month, and you'll yeah. be able to pick up all these movies for, like, $10. And that's what I did with Us, which I got this weekend and watched. Wow. You seen that? No, I I need to watch his films. Oh, get out! Amazing. Get out is incredible. So I was on board with this one, and I watched it this weekend. I've heard I've heard <sighs> good things about his Twilight Zone series too. Yeah, but that's again that's on a streaming service streaming that I'm not paying for. <laughs> I yeah. Man, oh. like, how to get people to disengage? Sorry, we've gone off the rails. I didn't mean to hear this to happen. What a way to talk people out of oh, fucking yeah! It's streaming people services cut cable become... for a reason, exactly. And just doing the same thing, and like the only people that have any sort of leg to stand on with doing this is Disney because they own 
the majority of content. What are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? Do you think, I, like, people have started pirating stuff again because it's become more convenient? Yeah, I stopped pirating uh. TV shows when I got Netflix and Hulu. And, like, I'm looking at these TV shows coming up, and there's, like, one on each service that I would like to watch. And I'm like, I'm not subscribing to four services for one TV show. Like, guys, I get it. Everybody wants to make the maximum amount of money, but, like, it's... It's getting bad. Like, I remember when we just had Netflix. And some people had Netflix I have no interest in engaging with any of it anymore. You know? It it just turned me... Like... It makes me I, sad. I, I've admitted. Here's a video game connection back, rolling back, back and forth between them. I started watching Sonic Boom, the TV show on Netflix. It's actually what sold me on Netflix. I was like, "Wow, okay, this is here. I wonder what else is here." Sonic Boom season two never came to Netflix in Canada, at least. Uh, I watched Wabbit, which is um, the. It's called something else now. It's it's basically just original Looney Tunes sort of humor, slapstick and stuff, but it's clearly a new show. It's very well done. That got removed from Netflix entirely. Um, some other Cartoon Network stuff or, or whatever. Um, it's called Boomerang now. Oh, yeah, I know what Boomerang is. Right, so, so a bunch of stuff got pulled, Warner Brothers stuff, of course, to go to Boomerang and wasn't on Netflix anymore. Well, I don't want a thousand things. Like, I just buy South Park on DVD. It it ends up being... Because I can't watch it online in Canada, except for, like, the newest episode. The Hulu doesn't uh, have it? Hulu's not in Canada. Oh. Hulu is probably my favorite streaming service right now. Because yeah, it it'd has... be nice. It, like, again, that's another issue. Like, I don't have Hulu in Canada. So, it's just... And then I've heard people are pulling out of Hulu, like one of the NBC or somebody's pulling out of Hulu because they're doing their own. Uh, yeah, and and that's where it's going to get messy. I think it's it's point, like if every developer pulled out to try to make their own console. Well, they're all trying to make their own streaming service. You know that. You know. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, Ubisoft. Oh, yeah, right. EA, EA started oh. it, and then Ubisoft's in on it. Yeah, and SquareSoft's been thinking about it. Well, I'd love to see Squaresoft do something stupid. So, I mean, you know, just yeah, I know it's nothing new for them, but <laughs> I'm just saying, like, this is that is top here. They, listen, they they're the ones that released an MMO and then went, uh, never mind, this is actually it, and released it again. Like, please give us another shot. Yeah, like, it's it's a weird. I thing. don't trust them with a streaming service. No, no, uh, I don't. I'm not even like the Ubisoft one doesn't do anything for me either because it's PC only. So, and this spiraled out of a conversation on the Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Just... Hey, Marvel Ultimate Alliance is okay. It is. <laughs> <laughs> if it, like the worst thing I can say about that game is that it's okay. It's Coming a... to a Disney streaming service near you. See, we wrapped up. Well, it's only on Switch, so you can't. No, no streaming for that. Yeah. I feel like sometime this fall, I will just have. Netflix and Hulu slash Disney Plus, and that'll be my streaming services. Because Netflix and, and, is Netflix is one of those things that it's like a minefield. Like they have so much original content, and like tw- t- fifteen to twenty percent of it is excellent, and the rest of it is just flat garbage. Yeah. So yeah. you really got to dig through. Like I, I busted a whole weekend just watching that. Um, was it called the Mister Iglesias, Gabriel Iglesias 
sitcom that he did, and that was fantastic. So, and then of course The Witcher. Uh, did you watch the trailer? Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it looks so good. Castlevania. And my point, and my point on Marvel Ultimate Alliance was like, given even even though I was checked out of the Marvel movies for the most part, um, even like two years ago when the Switch came out, had that been like a release game, I probably would have picked up a Switch for it. You know, like that would have been a bigger, like that would have been a big sell for me at one point on the Switch, just because I was like, yeah, I've heard about the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games. But I'm just like, yeah, okay, I've done this. I have played with enough of these characters already. I just don't care. Yep. Um, but that's that's really about all I've played outside of Overwatch, and I played a lot of Overwatch this week. <sighs> but we'll talk about that game a little bit more in the news right now. Let's talk about... You'll t- hold on, let me correct you. You'll talk about that game more, and I will sit here quietly. I am sure you you will have questions. Maybe. I don't know, man. You should probably have questions so that it, you know, it makes a good right. conversation. Why why would you say this game is fun when clearly when clearly <laughs> it's not? When clearly <laughs> I think you're wrong. <laughs> Ken, uh, comment. That's always my favorite question is when people ask me like, "What makes this fun?" I found it boring. Uh, I I can tell you like I played I played Team Fortress 2, so I I get it. It's just it's a different packaging with different mechanics, but for the end of the day it's all I, it's all, the team battle. All I can say okay. is that, like, this week has been the most exciting week for Overwatch. All right, we'll, we'll get me. into it in news, so you can then gush, right. and I can sit here with, like, a poncho on to make sure it doesn't get on me. Well, let's talk about what you're going to play this week. There's there's some games coming no, out No, 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 no. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about the things that are going to come out, and I'm going to ignore. So, Continue. Data Live Rio Reincarnation. And that's not the one I was chuckling about earlier. That's a good name. Da- data... Date, alive. no, date alive, Rio reincarnation. Uh, okay, it's an anime game thing. There you go. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> Got ho- it. Hoggy 2. What? Hoggy, H-O-G-G-Y, Hoggy 2, the number 2. I don't, uh, I don't know. It feels like all these are sequels to... Games I have no idea. You know what? It kind of looks like a puzzle. Oh, it's a mobile port. Clearly, moving on. It looks like a decent puzzle game, though. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna just give it shit. But it's clearly a mobile port. All right. Here's the one I chuckled at earlier. Robbie Swifthand and the Orb of Mysteries. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, that's pretty good. Oh wow! I, I I got Robbie and then. SWI, and that's what showed up. Well, of course, Robbie Swifthand. I don't know about what Robbie. Also, what looks like a mobile game. That's happening a lot lately. So, uh, we've got Saber <sighs> Saber VR, which is obviously a VR game. Wargroove is finally coming to the PlayStation Four this week. Um, Elia, Elia, I don't know how you say it. Um, E L E A, Elia. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a port. Uh, Fantasy Strike. Uh, which we talked about before the show was the the super approachable fighting game. Sure, too approachable. Yeah, we'll talk about that next week. Uh, Fear of traffic. That sounds like an obvious title. Frogger. Yes. Continue. Mighty Switch Force <laughs> Collection, it. which I am excited is that, for. Is that? That's just all the 3DS games ported, right? Yeah, and I think the that's Wii, the Wii U good one maybe? collection. Yeah, like I I like those games, and I will play them on a console. 
Also, I want to just correct myself. I don't actually don't know if Robbie Swift hand. It, I thought it was mobile just because of the um, proportion of it, but it looks like it's a PC game, and it looks like a pretty decent platformer. Uh, I, I'm surprised. That's I, I'm just saying. Like I'm surprised that it looks okay. Smoot Summer Games. Okay, you laughed at Robbie Swift hand and not that. I mean, Smoots, I've heard that before. That's like a brand, I think. Oh, okay. I've never heard of that brand in my life. I just ignore it. Uh, Songbird Symphony. Hover, which I've played that game. It's not good. That's uh, the um, that's the game that wants to be Jet Set Radio. Yeah, but it's bad. Uh, Kill la Kill, the game IF, which is a anime thing. Tetsumo Party, and then Wolfenstein Cyberpilot, which is the VR game, and Wolfenstein Youngblood. Oh, yeah, you're not... I do want to play Youngblood. Not enough to play it right now. So those are, like, the. this is the start, because next week is the, is the uh, kickoff of the fall season, which is Madden. It's next week. L- literal kickoff, okay. Y- yeah. Like every you you know the stigma. Madden starts the fall season of video games. Yeah. So it's out next week. I totally. It feels like that game is just kind of arriving. Yeah, it does. Because like I, and even, I can't tell if it's because I just don't. Well, see, that's what's funny is, is is I follow that game. Like like that's my big thing every year. Is like that is my second or third most played game of the year because I love football, and. Football! I'm usually on it like about a month before that game comes out, and then last week I just happened to look up and I'm like, oh shit, that's out in like two weeks. Now, is that because you just don't care enough to follow it as much, or is it because they just don't do as much promotion? No, I didn't or is realize. Because there's too much games out already. There is that, but also I will tell you this I just deleted Madden 19 a week and a half ago. Like, I okay. finally finished so playing it. So. Playing that, and so you haven't been watching the new one. No, I haven't because I don't. I don't mess around with it till it comes out. Okay. Uh, I don't know what you do. Pawa Rumi, which is a shmup. Furwind, which is a side-scrolling platformer with a fox, something like that. Uh, one of those sixteen-bit platformers. Uh, Decay. Which was an Xbox Live indie game. It's coming to the Xbox One. Uh, what's on the Switch this week? Switch. Uh, there's actually a big game on Switch this week too, but we'll get to that in a second. We've got Rise: Race to the Future, Automa Chef, High Noon Revolver, Run the Fan, Battleship. Hold on, hold on. Roll back there. Run the Fan. Run the Fan. All right. Oh no! The switch has beca- the switch has become almost as good as PC. This next game, Chef's Kiss. I was gonna say. Uh, it. Are you ready? Hold on. I just want to say, run the fan. I wasn't sure what I what I was gonna get into, so I need to look it up. It looks like it's <clears throat> a circuit puzzle game, but it takes place in the computer to run the fans to cool it down. Makes sense. Different way of approaching. I gotta give them some credit. That's that's a pretty. They got me with the name where I needed to know what the hell was going on, and it's actually directly what it says. But impressed. 
All right, you ready? You ready for this one? Oh, you said chef kisses. I'm expecting great things. Right. Let me down, Ken. Caged garden cock robin. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. That's pretty good. Caged garden cock. That's the name of the game, man. It's the name of the game. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hold on. What? What the fresh hell is this? I I need to. Here's the summary. A girl who was apprenticed to an old castle rumored as a nest of monsters. That doesn't sound right. She witnessed something heteromorphic. I don't. Okay. Which roamed around there. Although people in the castle call it. Komodori. Nobody tries to talk details. Robin, alone, starts investigating the hidden truth. But, whoopsies, it's alright even if it's right. It's alright even if it's wrong. What the fuck did I just read? It sounds like you're what? reading, like, in monotone 80s, like, hair metal lyrics. <laughs> it... Who killed Cockroach? <laughs> Welcome to the cock, Robin. An anime game. I'm pretty sure I just wrote broken English. I don't. It looks like a visual novel, but I can't tell if it's like got actual puzzles in it or if it's just. I just, I went on the Switch store this week and was just kind of looking at everything that's out on. Dump shit in a dumpster fire. It is a it is a minefield of, of shit. So I found games on there that were nine cents. Ew. And I bought one. I didn't play it yet, but I bought one because it was nine cents. And I'm just like, anyway, Collider Ball Two. There's that. Uh, we've got Gunpowder on the Teeth: Colon Arcade. Okay. <laughs> Picross Lord of the Nazarick. Uh, Riding Five Director's Cut. Uh, Super Mega Baseball 2 Ultimate Edition, Zombie Driver. That's just the, is that like all DLC, or is that just a release on a different console? Yeah, I think it's the first time it's on Switch, and it has a bunch of extra stuff, uh, which I think the other versions are getting patched for. Uh, Zombie Driver Immortal Edition. uh, That's a weird game. Yeah, it is a weird game. It's been around forever, too. Yeah, I've had that, I think, since like the second year I had Steam. Yeah, uh, Remothered Tormented Fathers, which was a horror, uh, survival horror game. Cedars Puzzle Reboot, Sheep in Hell, Titans Pinball, and Fire Emblem Three Houses. That is also out this week. Exciting stuff. Yeah, that's two big, big games between Wolf Pick and your Sun. waifu and then let them die on the battlefield. You know, Oh, you can only play it. In the hardcore mode where there's permadeath, do you do you restart as soon as you lose someone? Yep. Well, then why do you play with permadeath? You know, love can bloom on the battlefield. I don't know, man. I don't <laughs> think so. It's a Metal Gear quote. Come on, man. Um, think I listen to the half of the stuff they say in that game. Asking questions all the time. That's one of the eventually most popular. My, eventually, ones. my brain just. Sh- 
shuts off that whole series. Uh, Netflix has confirmed that the Witcher series won't adapt the game storylines instead it's based on the book, which we already knew. Knew, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Skullgirls is getting a webcomic series. I'm not surprised. Um, RWBY is getting a crossover with Smite, because that's... Because that has to be in everything, yep. It's a very popular series. I've never watched a single episode of it. I haven't either, and what's funny is I bought the game like a long time ago, the the four-person co-op hack and slash, and I knew nothing about that game. That series. Uh, Blizzard co-founder Frank Pierce has left the company. After 28 years with Blizzard, he is... uh, Stepping out. Is he moving somewhere else or just like retiring? I think he's retiring. I don't. I don't blame him. I'm just curious. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is joining OKKO. Let's be heroes in another. Yeah, I watched that. I was. It's. It's kind of neat. I I mean, that whole show. If if people have never watched it, OKKO is heavily, heavily inspired by video games. Oh, absolutely. Like, I played the game based on it, and I was like, whoa, this thing is very referential. The game looks different than the show. Um, it's actually animated differently in the game. I think the game actually looks better, to be honest. But, um, I mean, everybody's a hero in that world. So, it, I, it's fascinating. It's a show that I think is lesser known in comparison to other contemporary cartoons. Um, I really think people should watch that show, that, especially if you have kids. But it's it's just it's a it's a feel good show. So. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance three is confirmed post content DLC. You're getting, I believe, Loki, Cyclops, and Colossus is free DLC in August, and they announced the first pack, which is the uh, Blade, Taskmaster, Morbius, and I forget the fourth one. Uh, but that's the first DLC pack and of the three. Um, speaking of people leaving company, Tim Willits, uh, studio director at id Software, is also leaving immediately following QuickCon. Wow. So, lots of people getting out. I mean, these guys have been in this business for a long, long time. So. Yeah. It's not surprising that they're they're like, you know what? Time to move Fuck on. Fuck this, I'm out. Plants vs. Zombies 3 was announced. Uh, it has a pre-alpha going on. Yeah, but is it Plants vs. Zombies 3 or Plants vs. Zombie Garden Warfare 3? No, it's Plants vs. Zombies. It's well, I've been hearing about a shooter that's also... Yes, Garden Warfare 3 is in development. Okay. So, but it, this isn't it. This is PBZ. Sorry, I didn't know if people had their streams crossed. Or, um, in a continuation of long support... Ubisoft has announced its final update for Ghost Recon Wildlands right before Breakpoint launches, and it is a Battle Royale mode. So, There's a lot to give Ubisoft shit for, I'm sure, but, like, uh, man, the way they support their games, uh, that's impressive. Yeah. Uh, Streets of Rage 4 is getting an all-star list of music composers, including uh, the original composer, Yuzo Koshiro. And that's all that matters. So that's... I, I hate to, to downplay the other people's involvement, but Seriously, that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that matters. Uh, the Gears 5 tech test was this weekend. I did not download it because I do not play Gears competitively. Uh, or, or you know, I don't play versus Gears. So I didn't download it. But apparently from what I've heard, it's really good. So the Nintendo Switch is getting an upgrade to not just um, 
not a new Switch Lite, but also to the original model, giving it a longer battery life. Uh, they also announced new colors for Joy-Cons, including blue, yellow, purple, and orange. Speaking of Joy-Cons, Nintendo was also under a class action lawsuit because of the the Switch's Red Ring of Death, which is the Joy-Con drifting issue. Um, a lot of people are having issues with their Joy-Cons from the original Switch starting to drift. So... Luigi's Mansion has a release date. It is Halloween. Smart. So, well, there you go. Um, let's talk about Overwatch. I mean, we we could skip it. <laughs> <laughs> so, a lot of stuff. Uh, hold on. I just want to just say to everybody, this, when I go off on tangents... And everybody's quiet on the podcast. This is my payback. <laughs> okay. Let me sip my wine from my wine uh. glass. So Overwatch is getting a huge overhaul. Um, starting. It's becoming a fun game. You know what? Your jokes ain't gonna work on me. <laughs> it's not gonna work. Um, starting. <laughs> it deletes itself. <laughs> Blizzard announced that they are ending the current competitive season 20 days early because they are instituting what they are calling the 222 roll lock. So, for people who don't play the game, basically what this is is there, every game is 6v6 and there are three classes there's tank, support, DPS. And for the longest time in competitive play, a lot of people are not running good team comps, which is making for bad experiences in competitive games. Uh, something I'm sure you've heard me and Drew complain about multiple occasions. You get into a game, people don't want to play healers, people don't want to play tanks, they just want to kill. So the new system um, basically breaks that down into three separate things. So now all players of the game will have three separate uh, skill ratings. They'll have one for support, one for tank, and one for DPS. And you don't have to play each each role so you can pick uh, to so in the original overwatch you could you play 10 matches in competitive to pl- uh, to get your score your rating now with the new update there are 15 matches one for each role but you only have to play one in order to get into competitive um, for that role so basically they're forcing everybody into a 222 so there's going to be two tank two support two DPS. Uh, along with this, they've also added a lot of changes. There's going to be a huge balance patch for characters within the game. Um, they will also offer rewards for for longer queues. So if you you know, it'll tell you how long the queue is for like a support. It could say less than five minutes, whereas a DPS is more than ten minutes for a queue. And they'll offer you like a loot box or something if you will run a support. Um, role in competitive. Uh, they've also overhauled entirely their matchmaking system. So from the ground up, they have redone the entire matchmaking system. They've been working on this update for a year. That's how long this has been in development. On top of all of this, they've also hinted that Hero 31 will be releasing probably in the next week or two. So not only did they overhaul the entire matchmaking system and role select of the game, they're also adding a new character within the same month. Um, they're running a beta for the role queue between August 14th 
and September 1st, and then all of this goes live on September 1st. So there you go. You didn't even ask one question. Um, I forgot time to eat something. Oh, okay. <laughs> I couldn't hear you over the crunch. Oh, okay, great. No, well, um, I actually heard it all. Uh, I don't give a shit about a new character because I don't play. Sure, sure. But, it's it's more for people who, yeah. Yeah. I will say this. That is ingenious. And I hate to give them credit because it just spurs this conversation about Overwatch on longer. But, um, and I know people hate it, but people also hate when I talk. So this is a double-edged sword. <laughs> Get the um, fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Um, that needs to be implemented in bloody every game that has classes. Yeah, it's been, it's been, so just to kind of give you an example, like I've been playing, it, it, comp feels like Wild West right now because people know things are changing. So like, we were getting into matches this week where we would get like four DPS, one tank, and one healer. And that is just a bad comp and you lose that almost every time. So, knowing that two people on my team want to be playing tank or want to be playing healer will be great because it feels like everybody wants to play DPS. Which, I I don't know who DPS is in that game. It sucks for me because that's that's my best role. Um, who's DPS in that game? Oh, there's a lot. Soldier, Just name name Soldier one of the basic 76, earlier characters. Soldier seventy six, Junkrat. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done. Um. Okay. Yeah. All I can think of is like back when I played Team Team Fortress two. Getting a medic was a pain. Um, now, I would argue that Team Fortress 2 is not was not balanced in favor of the medic at all. Um, I get it, the medic is supposed to be behind someone else, but it was too easy to kill them, and he wasn't well-equipped enough, and their way of balancing that out was not... Team Fortress 2 is kind of a mess now in the game I started playing or liked. Um, but when I played like Battlefield... I played the support class specifically for two reasons. Um, one, I could use med packs to heal people, and specifically myself. <laughs> and then it also had the weapons I preferred. But, you know, I wasn't guaranteed to have someone else on the team that did the same. And in a game where every character is way more different than, say, Battlefield, I. I can't imagine having a team of people that all want to play a similar character. That yeah. really just ruins any enjoyment. Yeah, it's it's, um, it's been hard. You like having seven heavies on the team in Team Four, well, whatever it's six, I think is the same it's Overwatch. But it's like having all heavies on a team in Team Fortress Two. We are not going to win. Yeah, and Overwatch combated that initially because it, it in the wild west of overwatch when it first started in quick play you could play multiple same heroes which they have officially killed in every mode except for an arcade mode called no limits right but then the issue is that everybody starts playing the same class because they're not oh this character is similar to this character i'm assuming to some extent like dps are all going to feel relatively the same because the what they do <laughs> you you've definitely not played Overwatch. No, but I'm saying is is like <laughs> the, the 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 tactic of it because it's a DP like you're doing damage per second. 
the, the only yeah, literally the only thing that the Overwatch heroes have in common as far as the way they play is the fact that they deal damage, they tank, or they support. Like right. literally one shooter to the next shooter is a total. But it's not. It's a. It's a. It's a. The strategy difference is not as big of a jump from a DPS. I'm assuming than to a healer. The strategy difference from a DPS. Like 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 going from a DPS to a DPS is not is is less of a difference than going from DPS to a healer. Mm, I might argue that for some characters. Maybe really? not all okay. of them. Yeah, I mean... It, it just, the, from the way that you and Drew talk about it, it sounds like getting people to switch up what they're used to is a pain. Yeah, it's... it's like, the, the thing about Overwatch that makes it so fun is, like, every character... Like, no two characters... There's no palette swaps. Like, every character is different. Like, every single one. In fact, there are healers, and I've done this, that can deal more damage than the DPS if you know how to play them the right way. It's kind of crazy how that game works. It's so... I'd imagine that I would have a, a, a full-blown panic attack if I was the person trying to balance that game. And it's amazing how balanced I, it actually I, is. Yeah. Uh, I always like to say, like, you can try, but you can't balance a game. Not I know 100%, they do constant updates, no. but, like, really... I have never played a game as balanced as Overwatch. It's that's saying a lot. It's really fucking good. But but anyways, the the fact that they they are they are trying to not only not only force people but sort of coax them into to areas where they may not feel as comfortable. That's ingenious. But also, like there is no other way to learn to play something. Like it'll it'll make people want to learn. It it does, but here's here's the biggest thing for me, and probably the I did not know this. Like I had known about this was coming for a while, um, but one of the things that really really shocked me that they did, like above and beyond, is separating the skill ratings for each class. So, I know you don't play Overwatch, but let's say in comp- in competitive you're ranked, so you go from bronze to silver to yeah. Gold. I know how competitive works. In okay, the game. so. Each one of those roles, you now get your own rating. So all well, rank, yeah. Like so, it's it's no longer one generic rank. Exactly. It's one each, yeah. So if I run over and I'm playing tank, which is my, you know, my least, the one that I'm the least good at, I will be ranked with people in DPS that are the same rank as me. Whereas before, when I would go into a game, I was known as the flex guy. Like if somebody needed a healer, I'd play a healer. If somebody needed a tank, I'd play a tank. Now, that might not work for the game that we're playing because I'm playing in gold slash platinum. I'm not a gold slash platinum tank player. <laughs> right. So that kind of messes up my rating. So it's it's cool that each one is separate. So if I play tank and I'm not as good, I'll be playing with people who are not as good at the other two roles. So That's smart. Yep. So that that's what makes me happy because now when I play DPS, which I'm probably high gold, low platinum... I'll be playing with tanks and healers who are not just flexing, but are high gold, low platinum. Huh. So interesting. Yeah, instead of playing with a healer who, oh, I'm a I'm a normal DPS, but we need a healer for this map, so I'm going to try it. I still think the most interesting part is just the the way to drop the like the the weight for a specific class to show up. That's incentivizing incentivizing to to make the single player run smooth, or the multiplayer run smoothly is ingenious. 
I will be interested to see what they offer outside of loot boxes. Um, but that's pretty much all the news, I think. I think that's the biggest stuff for the week. Resident Evil 5 and 6 are release date October. Yeah. Tetris Effect. You want to spend $40 on a game you've played before? Enjoy. Tetris Effect is uh, coming to PC. Epic Games. Yeah, my friend got really excited about that. I think he pre-ordered it. Um, I think that's it. I'm kind of scrolling through here. I don't see much else. I mean, unless you want to know who the four 99 rated Madden players are. Which I know. You can't see my face, but <laughs> the, um, the lack of excitement, you know. Yeah. It, it means nothing to most people. My eyes glazed over. Uh, also, just just kind of as a a side note observation... I know how people feel when I fuck up news about game, about their favorite games now. Because I was listening to a podcast yesterday where they went over this Overwatch news. And they reported it 100% wrong. And I'm just sitting there listening to it like, no. 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 I can I can guess what. It was, it was so funny because, like, the first thing they said was, like, this is only coming to Overwatch League. I don't believe they're putting this in for everybody else. I'm like, no. Wait, what? No. What? 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 Yeah, what? How does that statement make sense? That's what I said when he said it. I was like, um... Yeah, they're only putting it to Overwatch because that's the only game... Okay. Like, no. That might be the dumbest thing I've ever ever heard. Yeah, I was a little... Why is that DLC not coming? Like, okay. I'm assuming I know what podcast you were talking about, too. goes live on Friday every week. There's not a whole lot of those. Sorry? It goes live on Friday every week, so there's not a whole lot of those. Yeah, and um, who said that? Dumb statement. (laughs) I'm just curious, because I know a bunch of them have been in the industry for a long... It's not coming to other games? Is that applying? No, no, no. He was saying it's only coming to Overwatch League. Oh. Instead of, like, okay, for regular... I did not hear the League part of it. I was like, what? Even then, that's not true, but... Yeah, that's the one that got me. I was like, um, no, that's not... And then he was like, it's not going to be in quick play. I'm like, yeah, yeah it is. Okay, like, sorry. I totally misunderstood that, and it's like, okay... I'm pretty sure I know what podcast you're talking about. Like, what do you mean it's only coming to Overwatch? Oh, God, no. <laughs> That's no, no. exactly how that would work. Like, I was like, what? Oh. Okay, got it now. All right, understood. Yeah. So, Overwatch League is the one where they, like, have a city. Yeah, it's basically it's basically the eSports version, which I watched okay. the championship just recently, and it was, uh... It's the only, it's the only game I watch, truthfully, people play. I only watch fighting games. I, I watch fighting games on. I, I watch it's fighting only, games on occasion. It's just it's the only thing you can follow without knowing the game. True. I think the only reason, like a lot of people find Overwatch boring to watch, and I get it because the only reason I enjoy watching it is because I like learning strats. It, it well that and you know how the game works. You can't because everybody has their own screen, right? A fighting game is the same screen for both people, so it works fine. Yeah, yeah. fighting games are the best games to watch people play. Truthfully, or competitively, anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't have any emails, but I do have some tweets. Maybe we will get out of here on a short show. I don't know. I told you, we're almost done. like we're just a little bit over an hour. 
and we had good conversation about Marvel movies and streaming yep. services. And uh, without that, we'd be cutting 30 minutes. <laughs> hell yeah, dude. Shortest show ever. Uh, I think the shortest show we ever did was 45 minutes. I think I, I think we can beat that. No, we're already over that. <laughs> no, no, I think you can beat that another time. Uh, Jeremy wants to say, what's up? What's up? What's up? Drew's not here. He does it the best. He, he definitely well, does I mean, it the best. Well, I mean, Gamescom does it the best, yeah. but, but, I mean, if you can't get him, you get Drew. Well, you can't get Gamescom. He's booked. <laughs> Eternally. Uh, Real Shogun Beat says, "Remember Mech Assault, Crimson Skies, Halo Two Online? Do you think the Xbox Live? Do you think Xbox Live can ever recapture that magic?" Member, sorry, I ate a big old bowl of member berries this morning. Member, <laughs> man, what you're asking for is a a revolution, and no, you can't. Like that was such a different time. Like it blew my mind. I didn't see Xbox Live. I, I saw, unfortunately, I saw PS2s. Oh, God. <sighs> I, I actually um, went to E3 the year Xbox Live launched. And but, like, sorry. Oh, Unreal, what was it? Unreal Tournament. That was the game. Unreal Championship, that's what they called it. Was the, like, flagship game. That and Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon. And... Just the fact that the thing came with a headset and was broadband only was so fucking, like, that was a huge gamble. Like, people don't think about that now, but that was a huge gamble at the time. Yeah, because who had broadband? Nobody had broadband at the time. Like, everybody was on a dial-up modem. I I had broadband at the time. I I did, too, because I I was one of those people that had to have fast internet. Well, it wasn't even that. Uh, like my the first like home computer we got. No, I didn't have an Xbox. But the first home computer we got, we didn't have dial-up, and that was, I mean, Windows ME was still the Windows of choice. Um, and my friend had dial-up, and we didn't. Oh man, dial-up! It was. I played Dreamcast online, and it was so bad. Uh, I remember playing a match of Unreal Tournament on the Dreamcast against one other person, and we were both teleporting around the map. Ugh, make me vomit. But, like, Xbox Live, like, outside of just the technical aspect of it, like, I remember seeing how well the 360 worked and being, like, kind of mind-blown because it was a computer-only thing that I... Because I played, again, I... I have, a P- I have a PS2 with the, the internet router in the back, which I think means I can install a hard drive. Yeah, um, so the hard drive attaches to that. Yeah, so, like, it was it was mind-blowing to see how well it worked, because the PS2, for those who didn't do it, was a nightmare. That was another thing. The, the Xbox, to know, like, in hindsight, like, knowing what I know about the Xbox now, um, it's crazy that you didn't have to have, like, a boot-up disc I had to boot up the router basically, and then, and then put in the game, and oh my god, what a nightmare! What a, and then it just wouldn't connect at times because it was just a piece of crap. Yep. I yep. played Final Fantasy Eleven on that. I can't imagine the nightmare that was. I remember it. I remember the day that thing came out, 
and the box that it came in was huge. With the white h- box with the Final Fantasy XI in it, hard drive and all that in it. Oh my god, that thing was insane. I I didn't even buy it with Final Fantasy XI. I bought of my router in like a blister pack. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I had one of those too. I just remember the Final Fantasy one because it came with it because you had to have it. And that thing was in my Toys R Us, like front and center. Yeah. That. And like, here's Xbox. It's built in. Yeah. All you need Just, to you buy this kit, which gives you the subscription and the headset. That's all that was in the yeah. box. Yeah. That. I mean, without that, we wouldn't. But like, we wouldn't have what we have now. But like, to say like, remember the good old times? Like, yeah. But you're not going to get that again because nothing's going to revolutionize that aspect of gaming. That changed console gaming. Yeah, it's crazy to think that, like, when they launched that, it would become the standard. Yeah. And, like, I wouldn't engage with it until the 60 era, but even then, it was still mind-blowing stuff when Halo 3 came out. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's now a common thing, so it's just not going to have that wow factor. And, like, I don't know what you could do with you know, online gaming to make it feel like you can just, you know, I can play with my friends and it's so revolutionary again. But you can't really do that twice. Yeah. It was crazy. I'm sure there's something, but like, I, I like it, it just, we can't fathom it right now. Cause it's got to, again, it's got to come out of nowhere. So. Yeah. I don't know. I, I remember that time very fondly of like watching Sony kind of stumble to get that stuff to work, and then just watching Xbox Live just work, and it's because they did take that gamble of broadband only. So. Yeah. Uh, Broccoli says, yes, this question is for MK11 pussies. I don't know what that means. Do you see yourself still making the show when you're 60 plus? (laughs) It's another five years for Ken. It's close. Yeah, I know. It's uh, 11. Well, under 11, technically, but 11. How old You're still you... 49. Or no, 39. I, that's 21 years. 21 years? Well, I'm doing the math. Right? I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, are you making me older I'm... than I am? Yeah, <laughs> apparently. I, listen, I've been up since 6.30 p.m. Ooh. yesterday. I hope that I hope that when I am 60 plus, I still want to do this. Because I would love to be that old guy that's looking at the teenagers now, whatever crazy Fortnite, whatever the, the thing is, you know. Whatever whatever horrible dance they're doing in public. Well, I, I, I want to know what the Fortnite will be when I'm 60, like my son's kids are playing, you know what I mean? Dude, I, yeah. I, oh my god. What, what, what trash uh, is excusable as a game? Yeah. He says, also, I'd love to hear from the others who were not on the show a few weeks back what their favorite game of the year so far is and whether they prefer dogs or cats. Was I on that show? Do you remember saying whether you prefer dogs or cats? I think that's the one you you're asking. Through. You're asking if I remember anything I say on this podcast. <laughs> so what is your favorite game of the year so far? Um, oh, man, after Bloodstained, that's a pretty... No, it's still Resident Evil 2. Uh, you, you know, I think I might have answered this. Yeah, <laughs> in hindsight, yeah, Resident Evil Two and um, dogs. 
Nobody so, else. yeah, I'm pretty sure I answered this question now that okay. I think about it. there you go. Nobody else is on the show. Uh, Dustin says, straight out Dandara on Game Pass, and that game is not for me. I can't get into the style of movement in, the, in that game. I, You know, I felt the same That's way. That's the gravity-shifting one? That's the one where you like you hold the left stick or something to to jump between points. Okay. Um, I remember trying that game, and I was like, yeah, this the same thing. It's not for me. Isn't that like? Does it have a little bit of that Super Meat Boy quality? No. No. It's more it tries to be like a Metroidvania with with like specific movement. Oh no! It's oh, a, it's you know what? Now you say that, I also started up Tesla. Start up what? Tesla grad. Tesla. Oh, I remember that game. That's a weird Metroidvania. Yeah, I didn't care for that game. All much. puzzles. Um. It, I started it up because I've been meaning to play it. I, I started up like once and just was like, yeah, I don't know if I'm into this right now. Um, but like, yeah, yeah. So I started it up and actually got into the game a bit. Um, so, did you play World to the West? Uh, I remember that game, but I never got around to playing it. Okay, so World to the West um, was a is a sequel to Tesla Grad. And um, it plays like A Link to the Past, but mainly with puzzles rather than combat. And I really like that game. I don't think that formula necessarily works well with um, 2D side-scroller, but it wasn't bad. I'll play more of it, but it was just... It was like... I don't know. I sat down and then went, yeah, I'm not sure if this is what I need right now. Again, I was in a bad mood and had a shitty week, so like it was something that was just like, yeah, I don't really need the frustration. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite Final Fantasy battle system? Uh, I mean... Um, how, how deep does that go? Um... <sighs> Because technically the Esper system is different than the Materia system with different whatever crap they did in Final Fantasy VIII, I can't remember. Then uh, there's the Paradigm system in Eleven. What about your Sphere Grid? And Sphere... <laughs> and, the, and then what is it? The, the Dress Grid or whatever from X2? Well, of course, the Dress Grid. I... Mm, I'm going to be honest with you, for the straight simplicity of it, and I know I say I like Final Fantasy VI a bit, like I like Final Fantasy VI more than seven. I, I would love to see someone argue against the simplicity of the Materia system. You equip a weapon, that weapon has a certain amount of slots, you put stuff in, the slots done. I think that's ingenious. The battle system is... The, the um, limit break... <sighs> I think that's the best system just for the ease of use. However, I liked the combat system in Final Fantasy XV um, a lot. I think the idea of being able to share quick tactics, especially now that you can switch characters, but um, being able to switch tactics and the, the combos are based less about button presses and which way you are pushing the control like so he'll dash in to do an attack if you press forward he'll back out of the area when you hold back 
and then he keeps attacking the whole time. I liked that up until the point where I fought the final hunt, which is um, Adamantoys, which is a giant mountain that doesn't attack you, and you just fail on it for an hour. And then you fail because the game glitched and shot you out of bounds and reset the boss, and then you have to fight it for another hour to get the platinum trophy, and then you immediately turn the game off and went, yeah, I'm going for sleep. <laughs> um, that was the only time that battle system became really rough. But yeah, no, I think Final Fantasy VII's probably got... for just like I know that there's better battle systems. Like I think six it feels better to battle in, but it's also got some sort of... And I think it's partially due to hardware limitations... Like the Esper system and stuff, it's not. It just doesn't feel as easy to use and understand as you have a certain amount of slots and you have these spells. Figure it out. So, I'd argue seven, and they'll ruin it when they do the Final Fantasy seven remake. You won't have that. Yeah, I don't. I don't get deep enough into them. I apparently would play Final Fantasy fourteen wrong anyway, so. I've so I've heard that there's a system in Final Fantasy VIII because my friend has told me because he's a big fan of all the Final Fantasies, but he hates eight specifically, not because of the story, but because he built his character a certain way and got through the game. But because the way he built the character, he got to a point where he could not rely on the way he was playing the game anymore, and he could not pass a certain point, and he said. I'm not playing this anymore. Like, you let me build my character wrong for hours. And then you got me to a point that I can't beat because it needs a certain other stat or something like that. And I was like, that sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. So. Uh, Drew's not here, but Dustin says Drew should write a book about his night terrors. He turned something horrifying into comedy gold. It was. I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. I saved uh, I saved this tweet for last. Ants. Are you, you going to laugh about ants again for a half hour? <laughs> no. <laughs> I also liked. I also was laughing about the he didn't wake the raccoon. <laughs> yeah, the raccoon. I used that as the tagline for the show. That was so good. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> sounds like a horrible nightmare. But- Dude, I can't even fathom what it feels like to have one of those. I just can't. I, I've had I've had stuff that's woken me up, but I've never had it where like it felt realistic until I woke up. So I can't imagine something where you're like half cognitive of what's going on, but still, that sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, for sure. I saved this tweet for last because I thought it would be good conversation. Um, it would spark a conversation because I know you have very strong p- opinions about this particular device. The Polymega looks sweet, but a two hundred dollar price tag is pretty steep. Uh it's actually three hundred. <laughs> oh, see, I kid. What comes with the three hundred? So the the it's the two ninety nine base unit comes with the wireless controller and all the CD functionality. So Saturn. Um, actually, let me pull it up just just to be sure. But I believe it's Saturn, okay, PlayStation do. One, um, Turbo Graphic CD, 
and Sega CD. So let's. Uh... If it came with one cartridge unit, I think three hundred makes sense. Um... All right. So here I've got the page up. Who um... and, and and when you say wireless controller, the page up. Uh, the wireless controller is their their brand. It looks like a, a PlayStation Four DualShock. That's okay. That is two. I... That's two ninety nine. Um. So that, that okay. So compatible systems with the base unit: Sega CD, Mega CD, Mega CD PAL, Sega Saturn, Japan and Europe, TurboGrafx CD and PC Engine, Neo Geo CD, uh, American and European or American and Japan, and PS One North America, Europe and Japan. Comes okay, so, with uh, the base well, unit, so, uh, 2.4 gigahertz dongle, OTG USB charging cable, power supply, HDMI, dust cover, and a one-year limited warranty. Pack-in games. Every unit comes with pack-in games. Um, this one includes 40 Winks, Viper, Iron Commando, Top Racer, Rescue the Embassy Mission, and Battle Squadron. Okay, so... Um, the... Uh... Like so, that I think that's all stuff from. Um, oh God, what's the publisher's name? Because uh, Fort Fort they own the rights to Forty. Um, they are a publisher that. Give me a second here. Which is uh, while you're looking that up, which is weird. The bonus pack in games are not just CD games. There's also Super Nintendo, Super Famicom, uh, NES, and Genesis games on there. Well, yeah, but because the the only thing that you need um, for uh, like, like the, the the actual the only thing that you're buying when you buy the piece that goes on the front to use the cartridge, for the most part, it's is like, just it's like a converter. Adapter. Yeah, it's a converter because once you put the game in, it loads it onto the system digitally. Yeah, because it's emu- That's the thing. It's emulation. Uh, I am not as strong opinioned. I've seen a little bit more. They've they've got names attached to it that are the people that built some of these old emulators. Like they're they're going about it legitimately as an emulation device, which is something that I can't can't say about the Retrons. Um, so that's impressive. Like that's that's that impresses me more than any of the hardware they've done, which I know sounds odd, but. It's very hard like, to get when this the stuff Retron, done when legitimately. the Retron literally stole emulators to put on. Like, and, and I realize that they're like open source emulators, but you, you under the rights for the open source, like you know, you can't sell the something with the emulator on it. That's part of the rules. And the issue is, is that like the um, Retron Five, I think is the one that uses emulation. Um, it just used them. Like, it, you, it, it didn't have the name attached to them. Like, they don't look like the normal emulators, but they use part of that code, and that's not okay. And so Polymega has actually gone, gotten the rights, and, like, that's that impresses me, and that means that they're serious about this rather than, like, just pushing out an emulation device. Then, not only that, the emulation that they have seems to be very good. Um, especially on something like Sega Saturn, which doesn't have a good track record, um, strictly because of the way that system is. Um, it's still disappointing that it's not hardware emulation, but whatever. That's a that's a personal issue more than anything else. And the company, by the way, is Pico Inter- Interactive. Um, 
they are the like they do mega they do like a bunch of um, they're a weird company they buy rights to games that have not been released uh if you want a new copy of super 3d noah's ark they will sell you that for super nintendo um because they have the rights to it now but they have a bunch of games that like got canceled but were near completion for game boy advance and they went and finished the game up and sell it uh on cartridge so it seems like they're licensing a bunch of stuff to the polymega which is neat like they're, they're not bad games like 40 winks is neat i i'm assuming it's the n64 version which is interesting no it's um, the ps1 version it's the PS1 version? Okay. Yeah, there's I didn't know no, 60, the the there's no 64 games on this. This doesn't support 64. Uh, for the best, I'm going to be honest. Uh, the, but it's, the they've said... From, the answer from Retron has been not good The from the video um, they've said with the evaluation. Mo- yeah, they've said with modules it's possible in the future, but right now it's not where it needs to be. Um, let me just quickly see. Oh, that's... Uh, I'm curious about the controller. That's a thing that I'm like curious about. Um, let me just quickly see. I'm just looking at the compatible systems because you listed them off, but I want to just make sure I don't miss one. Um, well, the, I can... Sega CD, Sega Saturn, and PS1, generally the games people are going to have actual discs for. Mm-hmm. So it's neat that it supports TurboGrafx, but like... Well, hold on. I've got more for you. But so... those are the, those are the built-in ones. The, well, those are the built-in ones from the base. And, and, it's impor- and it's important to note that at $300, the only games that are really cheap on there, and when I say cheap, I mean depending on the game, is PS1. That, that's the, And I realize that's probably what most people are going to play on it. Um, but Sega Saturn games can go for quite a bit. Sega CD games go for a little bit less than Saturn, but still can be expensive. And the Neo Geo and Turbo Graphics stuff are so uncommon that they are more expensive just by nature. So it's well kind of weird. I understand that it's good that they support it. It's just it's an odd one to have out of the box. It's like yeah, well, I can play these, but like out of the box, has- out of the box, it's just CD stuff. So they just put all the CD stuff in there. But one of the things that I saw, and and I follow this pretty closely because I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. Um, they're going to have a storefront, so developers and publishers are going to be able to sell these games. On the system, so even if you don't have the disc, you still may be able to purchase. I'm not saying there is no way in hell they'll get every license, every right. I I'm not even I'm not even worried about that. It's it's purely the why don't you just work on getting the thing done? Like the store part of it, I understand they have to have it in or whatever, but it's just that seems like maybe biting off a bit more than. You can chew. Well, that's for future. That's not. Uh, they're okay. ready. They're they're launching in quarter four. The system will be out this year. Okay. Um, I, I, I it just I, like I don't know. The system's not out yet. Let's worry about it getting it. Like, let's see the public response before you start worrying about future parts. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I do like the fact, though, and this is something that I wasn't aware of. I'm on their site, obviously. Um, that they come with, like, every module comes with their version of the controller. As well as five to six games. I don't I don't know how good their controllers are, because some of these are not great, of course, but, like, I, that is nice. And that they use the original like, the actual connector, because, again, that's another thing that's important um, if you want to play these with actual classic controllers. Um, 
I don't know. It's it's uh, it's not for me. But I'm also not going to say I'm totally not sold on the idea either. Like it, it's weird. Like I do, I see price of that, and I well, the things I'm going to play on it, I'd rather buy the hardware emulation version of it. Like at three hundred dollars, I don't need something that plays disc games. I'll emulate that on PC if I have to, but I have all the original hardware, and some of those games require latency like uh, like I need like no latency on games like Bust a Groove you know just like how Parappa doesn't feel right like that doesn't feel right on a flat screen TV and it's not going to feel right via emulation um, they've said that they've got the the lag way down okay but, way down. but but Sony reissued Parappa the Rapper and it still doesn't feel right oh come so, on Sony Sony half asses their ports and you know it it, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It. It. Like that's where that matters. Like the latency on all. You feel latency on all games if it's too much. But then there's just certain games that are just if you don't hit it just right, the game breaks. Oh, for sure. And, like, and, these and are, that's just and like Parappa has been hard to nail down. These are things that I ever. will certainly test when I get my unit for sure. And and I, I hope like I seriously I like I hope this works out. I I it's not like I've wanted this to fail. Knowing the how hard some of this stuff is to emulate, and the issues that arise from that fact, like I'm glad they're not doing it. Personally, I'm sure they can do it in the future, but like I'm just glad that they're like, <laughs> no, not doing that right now. Um, but it it's emulation, and at some point, I just then why have the cartridge? You know what I mean. I mean, I get that, but also at the same time, it's a nice way to dump them. I I suppose, but then I like my my argument is, is like if you're not using the cartridge, like you know what I mean, like just emulate it on your PC. Like it doesn't matter if you have it or not at that point. Like we can argue the legality of it, but like the, you know, yeah, but you can't sell just, something like that. You know what I mean? And, and I I, think... I get it. I I'm just I find it uh, like it's a weird thing where like. Maybe to other consumers this seems okay, but like at some point I just go if I'm going to emulate, I'm just because I obviously don't care about the authenticity of it. So like, why would I keep something on my shelf? Well, does that make sense? I, I mean, I, I understand that point, but also look at it from a perspective like me. So I'm looking at this thing as I've got bends of old ass hardware in my closet. And it all hooks up via fucking RF switches and AV cables. And the convenience of this, of sticking a box under my television that can play anything through an HDMI cable that I can take all my carts, my discs, store them into that machine, play them on my TV with a wireless controller, is a hell of a lot more enticing to me than figuring out the ins and outs of an emulator on a PC and trying to, quote-unquote, legally download the ROMs. Whereas in this one, I pop in Super Mario... Listen, you know, I get the Super uh, This is the, I think, I think the, the argument here. It's like, I'm not going to... This doesn't seem like enough of a convenience for me to pay for. 
and it's obviously it is a convenience for you to pay for. Oh, absolutely! I've got a I've got one of those two hundred binder CD binders full you of. It, it, it hurt. This hurts me. Just stop. I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, get over it with your boxes, and, and that's why you uh, had a miserable move. Um, yeah, well, that is fair. <laughs> but like, I have I this can't binder argue against that point. I have, valid. I have a binder full of PS1, Sega Saturn, Sega CD, 3DO, which this doesn't support. Sega for Saturn some hurts me the most. Weird reason. Um, no 3DO, which is weird. I have a bin full of 32X. Okay, no eggs. 3DO, which is weird. It said no one. Well, it, it makes it is more weird. sense that you don't have a 3DO. I mean, I have 3DO. I have two 3DOs in my closet and a stack of games. Oh, okay. I mean... It's weird that this. I'm not... sorry, I misunderstood. I thought you were saying you have no 3DOs. Um... No, no, I have two 3DOs in my closet, Ugh. and I have a stack Ugh. of games. And yeah, most of it's garbage, but it's weird that it doesn't support it because it seemed like it would be the easiest one to emulate. I don't know because I don't know how it's programmed. I thought it was just like a straight up VCD PC thing. Like those games were all on PC, so I th- the easiest one to emulate is. Well, maybe it's Sega CD, but I know PS1 is, like, the easiest thing that you can just drop onto, like, anything now. And anything I can pop my Eternal Champions Challenge from the Dark Side yes, disc we into. Know, we know, <laughs> So you can fuss and fight over trying to get the thrill kill things. Damn right. Whatever they're called. I checked just to make sure that disc was still in my CD binder the other day. I hope, I, was... it's, I hope it's horribly scratched. Oh, no, nah, it's beautiful. It's pristine. I hope... I hope... I hope it doesn't run, and then you hold it up to the light, and there's a single speck of light that comes right through the disc. I got stacks and stacks of games. I can't wait to plug into this thing. But, like, I don't know. It, it's a weird thing for me where it's like, again, the $300 price tag, like, that's what costs for Mega SG. Yeah, it only plays I'm one system. more likely to play a Mega SG. You know? That, but that's my thing, is like, you, you're like, oh, well, $300 for the Mega SG. I'm like, that only plays one system. I'm good. But this is not, like, this is you not wanting to just say to someone, hey, man, can you do me a solid and just get me a, like, a uh, uh, Raspberry Pi so I can hook it up to my TV? You're right. And I'm not going to go through the the trouble. <laughs> Literally, of- well, I rather I rather spend three hundred dollars, and and have like and have to buy modules to play cartridges. I don't think you understand. You $60 for the hardware. I don't think you understand the time constraints of my life. Do you realize how long it would take me to dig everything out, dump it? Because let's let's say I do it legitimately, and I I have to buy something to dump the cards. So hold on, I'm going to I'm going to stop you there. Nothing changes by buying this piece of hardware. You still have to have to dig everything out and dump it. <laughs> no, I don't. It just magically reads your collection from the closet. No, I don't have to dump it. I just put it in. Uh, I don't have to buy. See, you're you're like a sixty dollar. Well, how much does it cost to dump a cartridge? What's that hardware cost me? Uh, I think that's last time I checked, it was like thirty, but it depends on the pins. So that'll dump every cartridge. Be multiple. Thirty-two X Super Nintendo Genesis. Yeah, how many of this? How many? Let's be honest. How many of these games are you going to play, Ken? How many of the games Other do you play that you have covering your shelves? Don't question my uh, ridiculousness. I know, but I'm just saying, like, I'm not also buying hardware to play them. And I realize you're not either, but 
No, it's I'm not. Just... I would though. I totally would. I just don't. I don't see the. It's 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 one of those weird. I just don't see the value in it. But I, I don't disagree with the existence of it either. Like I, I know that stance to take. It's just like I understand this is for a specific audience, and I'm just on the. I'm like just a step too far into the. If I'm going to buy a more expensive piece of hardware to play classic games, I'm going to pay for the hardware emulation of it. Instead of the software emulation of it. And that's only because the software emulation I can do now. Now, to be fair, I think they have a specific emulator for Saturn that's only theirs. And this might be the only way to play Saturn games in the future, knowing all the disk drives in them seem to be failing. But I don't... Again, it's just like... I think if they said $200 for the base unit... Like two two hundred. We got to remember. I also have to do the math and figure out that this is closer to like four hundred dollars for me before shipping. Um, I uh, if this was closer to two hundred, I'd be like, yeah, that's probably the way I'd do it then. Because then it's then there's a a price drop to just go software emulation basis rather than hardware. But because they're around the same price for me, and I have to buy an extra thing to play what I mostly play on it anyways, which is uh, Sega Genesis games. Um, it, you know, all the extra costs, like, you know, it, it, it's just a weird thing with me. I'd rather just emulate. But I also play stuff on my PC, and I know that's the thing you won't do, so. Yeah, no, I uninstalled Steam. I just, after the last debacle of Game Pass on PC, where I downloaded a, the simplest of fucking games... And it would not even boot. I'm like, you know what? This is why I don't play this shit. And it's just, it feels like every time I try to give it a chance, it, it pulls that shit on me. It, it's some kind of incompatibility with some piece of hardware that I have plugged into my computer, which is the dumbest shit. I can't stand. Like, my time is worth more than my money right now. And if I went out and I did the Raspberry Pi method of dumping cartridges and having to configure the Pi... And yeah, if you want... It, and let's just be... Like, just make sure everybody knows. Like, that's how you legitimately have to do it. Yeah, because... Uh, yes, you can you can search the internet and find a package of SNES ROMs. I get it. You're cool. That, you know... That shit's been around since fucking hacks. internet was invented. Sweet hacks, bro. That's with two X's. I'm just saying that if you wanted to do it legitimately, which is what I do now, because you know what? I, I don't care. Like, I don't need everything. <laughs> the games that I have in my closet are the games that I hold on to. Those are the ones that I care about. I don't collect shit that I don't care about. Because my video games are not for me to look at, they're for me to now, play. Now, what are you saying about all Switch, Switch Core people there, Ken? Come on. I didn't even mention Switch Core, but yeah, that's... I know, but that's all I could think of. <laughs> well, I mean, when you're out there spending 20, 30 bucks on a copy of Tiny Troopers, you're, you're fucked up. you done fucked up. <laughs> that game is not good. Don't, oh. don't do that. Like, I get people wanting to spend $200 on Panzer Dragon Saga. That was a good game. It's a game I have never played. It is a very good game. It is way overpriced, and they really need to reissue it, but they can't, and I get it. But... Everybody should play that game. It was a really good game. 
But when you're out there trying to get a hold of a rare copy of a pile of shit, I have no sympathy for you. I am too old and, and too jaded to care. This really is the jaded episode of the <laughs> podcast. I'll be honest. It's this a, is this has been this has been the most jaded conversation. I just don't. Two people arguing the same point, but from different sides. <laughs> Lord <laughs> Almighty, which which more expensive hardware would you like to pay for? While wow, we're both really just assholes in this conversation. Yeah, I'm, I can't. Okay. Though I do, I do understand it. Like, thing is, and it works and. I'm willing to put in a little bit more time because I'm a cheap piece of shit. And that's cool. I got no problem with that. None whatsoever. I have never criticized anybody who wants to do that. Like, it's cool that people do the Raspberry Pi thing and they're like, all right, this is how I emulate games. Cool, that's fine. I I don't argue that. But it feels like every time I bring up, hey, I want to do the Polymega, everybody's like, why would you do that? Why don't you just do this? I'm like, that's like the religion conversation. You're not going to convince me to do it your I way. Think the issue. I, do you want to like? Well, my thing is, is that again, like, I, I just it, it's a weird one because, like, especially because, and it, honestly, it's because analog now has uh, Kevtris working for them, the guy that makes the the um, the boards. Uh, but like those consoles, technically, if hacked, can kind of do anything already except play disc games, but that's a totally different conversation because I'm sure they could but they don't have the ability to. Um, so there's a bit, but like I'm a weird I realize I'm arguing a point but I have a tube TV set up so what am I arguing against? Because like really you just don't want to like you don't have a tube television so no. that's not a problem I face. Because I have a Trinitron specifically to play. <laughs> the Trinitron, the Trinitron is still the the de facto retro television. That thing was that thing was fucking great. <laughs> well, well, t- so so, and here's okay, I'm gonna get on my soapbox, I suppose. Now, so this is this is this is software emulation, and those it's. But it does a bunch of stuff for $300. So that's fair. And then there's the Mega SG, the Super NT, and the whatever the basic Nintendo one is called. And those are hardware emulation. So there's there's benefits to having both. So if you have a um, one of those like SD card readers for um, like the EverDrives, you can't use them excuse me, on the Polymega because it can't read that cartridge properly but you can you because it can't dump a rom from it but it can uh you can those can be used on analogs hardware because it's emulating the hardware through chips rather than emulating the hardware through software but neither of those are really like that's for people that want to see the pixels of the image and if you actually want to play retro games true to form and i I'm not trying to say I'm better than anyone else because I mean I have a tube television. I think I'm arguing a moot point, but like some of those games are built specifically to be seen on a CRT. Sure. And when we start taking it away, like I know a lot of people are like, well, you know, all these old PS1 games look kind of crappy, but they were gambling on the fact 
like the texture wise that you wouldn't see the pixels because the TV definition just wasn't there in older um, in older games. Like there's there's an example online and I can't remember what game it's from, unfortunately, but it's like a skeleton graphic from an RPG. And when you see it in pixel form, it you can clearly tell that they're trying to go for a skeleton, but it it doesn't look right. And when you see how it looks on a tube television, a CRT monitor, uh, it, it the way the pixels blur or actually actually completes the image to look more like an actual skeleton. And there's effects like that done in some of those older games. You just can't emulate. Even even on like the most expensive of hardware, it just can't emulate the look of a CRT because it's not projecting the image the same way. So while I argue like, yeah, I'd have I'd rather buy the Mega SG, I have a tube television, I wouldn't, because it's just not how it's supposed to be played. And eventually that tube television will break and then I'll be screwed. But uh it, it's just like this this polymega I think is just weird because I think emulation became very prominent for a while and then there are other solutions like uh retro pie and stuff like that but it's also so different than anything that's like there's no product that's like this because even the retron is not sold like this console is like the the retron's literally like uh you can play your old nintendo stuff on it and genesis and we also do game boy Okay. I got one of those in my closet, by the way, a Retron 5. Yeah, they're not great. Yeah, it was fine for what it was. Like, it's just an Android phone. Drops a ROM into it. Yeah, it's a pretty shitty controller, I will tell you. Yeah. And, like, so... But this is very different approach. This seems to be... Like, that. that, that's expensive, but it's only expensive because they've set an arbitrary price because they do all those things. It's not really expensive because... There's been a lot of development side of it, and that's one thing that Polymega has proven. It's a weird console. I don't really know how to feel about it. I know it's not for me, and I think it's weird that people want one, but at the same time, like, what am I supposed to say? Like, at some point, like, I'm I'm seeing it based off of what I know now, but, like, I could use one, and it could be amazing, and then what, right? Like, am I going to still deny that it's bad? I think that they've put a lot more effort into it than a lot of other consoles. The fact that they're offering you a controller right out of the gate uh, is really appreciative. Although, I think they have to because I don't think there's any ports other than like USBs on the front of it. So you can't connect like an old PS1 controller to it. But, I don't know, it's a, it's a weird thing. And I, I, I've argued with you on this before, Ken, and it, I, I don't know, man, it's... It's like I wish I just wish it was hardware emulation. I think that's my biggest complaint. Like, yeah, the software emulation for the CDs, I I get it. Like, you can't have it do all those things and be hardware emulation. That box would be huge. Um, but like when you add a different module on, like you literally plug a new top on. Like, I wish there was some way that that could be hardware still. It, I don't know. It. it I'm excited. I can't wait to get mine. I know. And, and like, listen, you, you could end up telling me it's the plate on, you know, and I, I'll, I'll fold. I just find it, like, an odd thing. I, I Again, I, I'm kind of torn, because, like, I think it's just, like, it, had it been a little bit less, 
Because like each module is like sixty bucks. Yeah, fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah. But that does come with the module, the controller, controller, and five games. But that's still like you know when the each of those are sixty dollars, and I don't care about the games. But like the the controller sure is twenty five. So, but still, when it's like each part of that, like I just wish even at two fifty, I think it would seem like a a better steal because it, it, again, it's the same price as the thing that I know is. I don't know. It, it it's kind of like buying cars and like one of them's a luxury car and then there's another car that says it can kind of do the same things and a little bit more, but it doesn't have that luxury branding on it. Maybe I'm just a brand whore in this particular <laughs> case for analog. I I, I don't. <sighs> But isn't the analog just one machine? Um, the the Nintendo ones are the Mega SG is. I think it can. I think you can hook up a Sega CD to it. like an um, old school Sega CD, like an actual. I Sega think CD? one of the models. I, I want to say it's maybe two. Well, I think you can hook up hold on the top loader. Uh. Uh, yeah, the top loader. Um, yeah, Mega SG, Sega CD. Um, I just want to make sure it can be connected. Yeah, it can be hooked up to the top loader because it's smaller. Obviously, you couldn't put it really on the uh, old one, although it looks like somebody got it working. Yeah, it's um, just a different. It's just a pen set. So, but it, it, yeah, it, but it can also with a small adapter play the all the. Um, Master System games, as it would, as you would hope. What um, about uh, Sega CDX? Remember those? Well, or CD32? Was it the? Yeah, the... no, you're talking the 32X uh, CD games. Yeah, yeah. those games, Corpse Killer in a it's higher a resolution, baby. Fucking four games or five <laughs> games are really. Um, I remember those. Cause it they... can't because the only thing right now that it can't do, and they, they've admitted that they they might add it in a. Um, Oh, sorry, hold on. It, the Analog Mega SG with adapters can play the Mark III games, which no one has, uh, Game Gear games, Sega My Cards, which are, I believe, just Master System games on cards, and the SG-1000 and SC-3000 games. Again, the two of those you're just not going to see too many of. Actually, sorry, Mark III is Master System. I'm dumb. The SG and uh, SC you won't see too many of. Or the yeah, My, My Cards, because they there's not a lot out there, but... It does play Game Gear as well. Um, but I can't do um, 32X as of right now. They'd need oh. an adapter for it, I believe, anyways. But I think part of it's the power issues, like the way the uh, 32X has to connect. It can't do it properly. So like you couldn't connect a 32X, but it might be able to play them in the future. Oh, the 32X. I still have one in the closet. I remember the first the first thirty two X I bought, I bought it bundled with Doom for ninety nine ninety nine. At Video Game Exchange, which was a local video game store. I remember that. And then my parents went out to eat afterwards, and I couldn't wait to get home to boot up Doom <laughs> on my thirty two X. God, it's not the one that's like. A quarter of the screen, if that. Yeah, yeah, it's in a small window. No, no music. No music. 
quarter uh, of the screen. No, no, no. The 32X had music. It was the three. The Jaguar version didn't have music, right? No, Jaguar version had its own unique soundtrack. That's right. Are you sure it was the 32X one that had music? Dude, it's the 32X one that doesn't have Okay. I'm almost certain of it. Give me a second. I'm. Oh, you're right. It has. So, what is it? The Jaguar, then, you said? I thought it was the Jaguar that didn't have the music, because the, the N64. You're right. Jaguar, had... Jaguar has. There's no Jaguar music, uh, but I think there it's on the cartridge or something like that. Yeah, I remember watching. A... So there's some weird thing about it because somebody has like the the guy redid all the music. Is there is there a Jaguar CD version? No, there's just the Jaguar. There's a 3DO version. Maybe the N64 version was completely different, but. That has the yeah. That's that's just Doom sixty four is a totally different game. Yeah. Uh, oh man, I can't. Okay, no, sorry, I had it wrong. You're right. It's the three D O version has the unique. That's like all instruments. Yeah. Like the guy went and redid the ver- redid the soundtrack with all his like his band or something like that. Sorry, I had that wrong. You're right. Thirty two X has music. The Jaguar version doesn't. Yeah, the thirty two X version is just in a small window. Also, fun tidbit about thirty two X version is if you beat it. It crashes to a C prompt. So you could program in theory. No, I mean you. I mean, if you, I guess if you had a keyboard hooked up to your 32x, you could. Yeah. But every time I beat that game, it would just crash to a C prompt. Fantastic. So you had to reset the machine. Like it was hilarious. Like the first time it happened, I was like, "Why am I in DOS?" <laughs> and I think the folder was like C colon backslash Doom 32 or something like that. Jeez. It's hilarious. I've never heard of that. That's... Well, nobody ever beat that game, because it was a 32X. <laughs> Funny story, I love the 32X so much that when I played Mortal Kombat 2 on it, which, to my opinion, is still the best cartridge version of that game, it's so fucking good. Uh, sorry, the... Cartridge version. The 32X version of... of... Mortal Kombat 2. Okay. Uh, I did not know that. Yeah, that's the best cartridge version of that game. Uh, when that came out... I pr- I tried to pre-order Mortal Kombat 3 on the 32X and I got laughed at. <laughs> That's not really nice. Well, it's because I did, you know, I wasn't following it. Like, magazines, if you remember back then, you had to wait a month to get the news. Uh, but I didn't know the 32X was dead. Ah. Uh, and then I went to, it was an electronics boutique at the time and asked about it. And they were like, oh, God, no, the 32X is dead. I'm like, oh, What? And that's when I discovered when the next issue of EGM came out, Mortal Kombat 3 for this for the PlayStation, and I was like, I gotta get a PlayStation. Because <laughs> that thing looks like an arcade port. Which was the thing back then, if you remember. Yeah. Home versions never look like the arcade. They look like bastardized versions well, of the Well, that's the reason, that, like, that's the reason why, like, the Saturn did well in Japan. And yeah, those games were... And we on 3D graphics, yeah, those games on the Saturn were pretty close to the arcade versions. The Marvel, uh, the Capcom ones especially. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, look, I, I think this, I think this thing is, I, I hope this thing is gonna be successful. Um, you know, because like, there's no, there's no benefit in me wanting it to fail. I just, I don't know. It's a weird thing because again, I've never seen an hasn't been a cheap piece of crap. I hope it's right, good like, for that, and I hope it's good for also for their future plans of like building a digital distribution for retro games. 
Like, think well, of how cool that, that would be. There's Antstream or something like that, which doesn't really concern us because we're not British or from Europe. Um, the uh, Antstream was is like a retro streaming service, and I know that they have like Capcom and a couple others on board. But what ends up hap- what ended up happening was like most of the games on there are for older computers and like British computers. Sure. Right. Sure. So it's not stuff that we would have any interest in, part because it's just you no know, nostalgia built in. But uh, like that's trying some that tried something like so it's not like you can't get some game. I don't know. So, uh, yeah. If they listen, if it, they succeed and build a distributor that video games, like good for them. That's that's just. I think that's a monumental task. And I that one I have less faith in that than I have in their console, and I've been pretty negative on them the entire time. Oh, for Again, sure. Like no I said, benefit I... though. No benefit to me hoping for their downfall. It's just this is not the first time I've seen something kind of promise some of this stuff and then not deliver. True, but I've seen a lot of people get hands on with it, and they're saying it is delivering. So that gives me hope. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know what? Like that is one thing that I will. Say. I have seen the more I've seen of it, the more I've been interested from going from zero interest to like okay, let's see where this goes. Especially again with the Saturn emulation, like the one of the hardest things to emulate because of the stupid way they build uh, the 3D models in that console. Um <laughs> I could we make triangles by dropping one of the sides of the squares to zero. Bloody hell. So how do you make a polygon? You have to make a bunch of squares. That's why everything looks set warped their side on the console. To z- well, man, it, people need to look up the Tomb Raider port on that. And oh, just that thing realize, was a fucking giant disaster. Yeah. Oh. Um, it, it's... The best way I can describe the Sega Saturn is all the stuff they were doing in Yoshi's Island that took that special FX2 chip to scale the sprites and stuff like that, like, the Saturn could do in its sleep. That's kind of what that console was built on, like, to do a bunch of really cool stuff with 2D assets. And then 3D games became popular, and they were like, that, our console can do that too, right? <laughs> it couldn't. <laughs> couldn't nope. do that very well. Nope. Does it well in some games, but not money. Yeah. So oh. if they can, again, if they can pull that off, like... If they can pull that off, and I mean with kind of everything that they need to, not just the popular stuff that people are going to try, um, then hell, I might buy one just for that alone. Because Saturn playing the Saturn is a pain in the ass. Yeah, I've got two. I've got one that's modded with a 4 meg card in it, and I've got one that's a US version. Yeah. But, uh, no, that's it. Like I said, I we still ran two hours. Yeah, well, that's because I went on my fucking <laughs> true emulation has to be harder emulation. I can't wait to talk about this thing when I get it in my hands this fall. I really can't wait. If nothing else, it looks like whoever like engineered the console, like designed it and everything, is a is a pro. Like it f- looks like a high quality product, and it plays a Sega, it plays Eternal Champions Challenge from the Dark Side. Fucking. <laughs> 
You know, we all have to have one stain on her. <laughs> Dude, I don't see what you see in that game. Like, it's fun to watch all the deaths, but nothing more. Oh, uh, anyway, that is the show. Um, you're on Bound by Flame on Phoenix Down. Yeah. Episode 1 is live. Whew, that's a game. That's a video game. It is indeed a thing you can play. Yeah. Another here's another benefit of uh how I'm, like cuz I just keep getting lost in that game because I find it confusing to get around. Uh another benefit to Polymega, I can't play Bound by Flame. It's true. That's true. Although like if they can figure out P- if if they can get anywhere further like in PS2 or even Dreamcast era, like they kill. Anyways, Sorry, um, follow us on the Twitter. I am at ZTGD. Anthony is at NTRSKT. Follow the site at N4G Podcast. And follow the site at ZTGD Content. You can shoot us emails to podcast at ZTGD.com. And I think that is it. We'll be back next week to talk about maybe Wolfenstein. I think we're getting a copy of that. Who Who's taking that? I don't know yet. I'm kind of hoping they send us two, because um, yeah, that'd be that'd be weird. Yeah, you kind of need. So it's a co-op game. Yeah, you kind of need to play with somebody else. I mean, maybe the AI is good. I doubt it. Maybe, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't even argue that. Yeah, that's, that's... Anyway, that's it for this week. We'll be back next week. Peace out, brothers. Already, and it goes something like this. <laughs> Welcome to the N4G Podcast.